The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watson going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah. We've got these news briefs that we've been doing on the Daily Larson yeah. going up a little bit later in the evening. Yeah. So uh, if you want your notifications for that. Be sure to hit that. The bell. The little bell thing. The bell gimmick there and next to your settings or something. I don't tell, know how uh, this all works. Yeah. <laughs> you YouTube. Subscribe to your channel and get notifications. Get notified notify bell. You think you get notifications. At least then. It doesn't always work out that way. Changes on the daily, man. Another change we might see coming up very shortly is a new face on NXT, Larson. Uh-huh. How do you like that for a segue, pal? That's, all right. So not bad. Last night on SmackDown. Yeah, Kevin Owens got fired. He got fired. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I saw one tweet. So then he tweeted out, what was it again? 14? 24-20. Yeah. Now, some people have speculated, what is that, Larson? Is that- That's the combination to his bike lock. Or his gym locker yeah, lock. Yeah. yeah. Could or, be any yeah, number yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, his locker room. Or his, his padlock uses his locker room whenever uh, the, the arena is. He's like, hey, I got fired. My gear is still in my locker at uh, the garden. Here's my combination. Could someone please open and get my stuff for me? Right. I keep my uh, my combination in my uh, in my notes on my phone. Really? Yeah. For what? Uh, for that. For because I I have a little locker when I put stuff in the gym when I go to the gym and I take my remove my clothes and then put different clothes on, stick it in there, and uh, so yeah, I keep it in my notes because I'm not remembering anything. Yeah. It's like thirty eight ten. Oh my gosh! Now everybody knows. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. I can keep my stuff in that locker and just, like, leave it wide open. Nobody's going to take my stuff. Who wants my stuff? Nobody's in there. I don't even be surprised, man. Someone's going to come get your stuff now. Anyways, uh, the most basic code. This is not, like, a Zodiac-level code, by the way. No. Uh, No cipher needed for this one, probably. But immediately, somebody uh, in Kevin Owens mentions on Twitter pointed out that those those correspond to numerically, alphabetically, to the letters NXT. Yeah, that's right. Somebody responded to that tweet and said, how did you figure that out so fast? And the person out of that said, or the, the original poster said, because I went to high school. <laughs> oh, Twitter. Twitter's oh, internet. Twitter is great. So uh, now that he's fired, uh, Kevin Owens is teasing, of course, that he might be going to NXT. That'd be swell. Is it too good to be true? Is this yeah. too obvious? Yeah. Yeah, of a tell. Although earlier today he posted a picture with the, the caption is my daughter and her friend, and it's uh, Tommaso Ciampa, 
uh, holding the hand, holding his own kid, I think, and holding the hand of Kevin Owens' daughter. It looks like maybe a Disney World or something. Mm-hmm. Universal Studios, Orlando. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in the Orlando area now. Some sort of, yeah. So he's palling around with one Tommaso Ciampa. And I believe he's in NXT. Last I heard, yes. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, the thing that bums me out about it is that I want this to happen so bad. You'll make a huge splash on that first so bad. NXT on USA, have Kevin, o- Kevin Owens show up. Somebody else... Uh, Somebody else on Twitter said, oh, uh, sounds like he's going to be heading to AEW on uh, September 14th, 2020. <laughs> September. September. Because it's like 14. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There is no 14. There's no 14th month. <laughs> September. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, Anyways. Uh, no, I think, it'd be, I think it'd be absolutely great. I, wa- I want that so much. Yeah. I want him in NXT so much so we get him and Adam Cole. Together in Undisputed Era, then feuding, or feuding and then together. Yeah, either way. However they do it, Kevin, that would be a huge, that would bring so many eyeballs to NXT. Yeah. I feel like there should be some sort of big thing now that NXT is going to be going up against AEW. Mm-hmm. We love NXT. It's great, but there does there does seem to be, there needs to Here's be the thing, something If there's new. any sort of high-profile person coming over from Maine, I don't know if they necessarily have to have the uh, the NXT pedigree in their past, but it needs to be someone that fits into what they do. Which is completely yes. him. Kevin Owens, yes. Which is completely him. I yes. mean, his his NXT title, his run in NXT was not long at all, no. but it was super if, impactful. If you want to yeah. say pound for pound, it was the most impactful because yeah. it wasn't there very long, but it was very impactful. Yeah. Like he brought that NXT title over to main roster and said, this is... The ish right here, man. Yeah, get rid of your U.S. title, John Cena. I oh, can't see man. that. I want this this U.S. title, or sorry, this NXT title is top notch here. Yeah. So, man, I would love to see that. I think it'd be great. Uh, he's teasing it. I don't know. Maybe it is the kind of thing where it's so obvious that it will happen. Something tells me he's going to show up on SmackDown next week. You Just know, dropping stunners on people. And then maybe uh, at uh, Hell in a Cell. Maybe he'll show up on those NXT and start stunning people. Can you have a Hell in a Cell match that is unsanctioned? Doesn't the fact that you're in Hell in a Cell mean it has to be sanctioned because there's like paperwork to get the actual cell there? I don't know. I would think an unsanctioned match when you even have a ref. Yeah, right. It's just a fight. Yeah, because a referee is usually by some governing body, you know, is employed by a governing body to to make sure the rules are followed. But unsanctioned match, you think would have no rules? But it's a match. I know it's it's a contradiction really because somebody's got to win. I know. The only way you win a fight is if the other guy doesn't stand up. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I hope, I really hope it happens. I think it'd be terrific, but I think he's already, if, if it's, if, if it was going to happen, he wouldn't have posted his, uh, probably not, room there. probably not. But maybe I'm wrong. That'd be cool. Maybe it's a double swerve. It could be maybe undisputed air is getting called up and, uh, and, uh, Kevin Owens is, th- is going to NXT to replace him. See, I don't want that. I just want interaction. Yeah. Got a super chat here from poke. Some smelly going in raw. Mark probably wants that locker stuff. Steve, now that I've, you know. Now that I've said it. I'm going to go to your gym and take it out and just dump all your stuff in the toilet. Why would you do that? Why do you have a smile on your face when you say that? Because you think, oh, now someone's messing with me. You know, this But is, I wouldn't tell you I, I did it. Can I just illustrate here that this is why moving to 10 o'clock is great? Because you have a big smile on your face. You're talking about putting my stuff in the toilet. And before, you'd be like napping right now. I mean, I still am kind of napping. Just prospect of putting, of, of playing a prank on you. No, this is good stuff. It's funny. This is really good material right it's here. It's fantastic, man. <laughs> You're talking about stuff man, my stuff in the toilet. Dumping all your crap in the toilet. What is your problem? You have a dark mind, my friend. Would you rather have it in the bowl or in the tank? Choose. Well, obviously the tank. The tank is where the bowl clean. it is then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Why would you do that? Because you wish it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. I think we got some new patrons here. Let's give them some shout outs. Yes, before please. Let's do that. We get into the, the details. Uh, the, the beat by beat, the segment by segment. Patreon. Meet. Meet. Hopefully, I don't post another fightful select story here in the Patreon. Oops. Uh, let's see here. Uh, just one. Shane Geller. Oh, wait. Two, I guess. What? Oh, yeah. Tristan the Man Carpany and Shane Geller. Thank you. And then also, oh. we got who is it? We got an email from somebody today. Just what's Anthony? Was that who yeah, it was? Yeah, Anthony. Didn't get their postcard. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on that. I will make sure that gets sent out today. Anthony C. Not to be confused with Alex C. Anthony Mm-mm. C. Mm-mm. Hey, Tony. Tony wants his postcard. We'll get him his postcard. Anyways, what do you think of SmackDown last night, dude? It was all right. Uh, let's see here. I like that they use light profanity again. Uh, yeah, was that? I don't think that was uh, censored on the East Coast feed because it was on the West Coast feed. It was censored on the on the East Coast oh, feed. It was, They're okay. on a delay, so they can yeah, do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And I suspect, look, Randy Orton's a professional. I kind of suspect that he'd say, "Hey, they said light profanity last night. Can I say light profanity today?" And they're probably like, "Yeah, but we're going to censor that level of light profanity." Well, you're you're getting into hard profanity, m- uh, mo- uh, mild, mild, prof- yeah, medium profanity, actual profanity, medium profanity. Point. Yeah, I guess not you're hard profanity. Prof- yeah, uh, and they're so, "Yeah, we're going to censor it though." Is, but go is, ahead. is what Orton said one of the seven things you can't say on TV? I think S is yeah. Yeah, S is S is yeah. Ish is yeah. Ish yeah yeah. You can't say that on TV. You put man. bull in front of it. I think it makes it worse, doesn't it? It wouldn't surprise me. I actually think it lessens the blow a little bit, but that's me personally. Um, oh, agreed. But I don't know in terms of oh, I don't know. standards and practices. Censors, probably the same. Probably the same. Government regulators. Yeah. If you say if you say effing in front of it, it definitely hard. Yeah, it definitely it. makes it a lot worse. You're gonna get your license revoked <laughs> if you're on the broadcast, <laughs> or at least a hefty fine. I, I wonder if they said S on uh, NYPD Blue. They showed lots of side boob and lots of butt. That's kind of I don't akin. Think so it's one of the seven words you can't say on TV. Yeah, but NYPD Blue is breaking the. They were breaking the. It still, is broadcast network TV. That was a hardcore show, dude. Uh, yeah, I know. Not as hardcore as the Next Generation, where you saw a guy's head explode. Yeah, that was pretty. That was just the first season. Yeah, SmackDown. It's kind of funny that uh, is the the Roman Reigns that Eric Bischoff apparently has botched this Roman Reigns thing to the degree that that nobody cares now. Like Daniel Bryan was nowhere to be found. Yeah, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I kind of liked the stuff last night. But it is the least buzzworthy thing going on right I now. I know. What, three weeks ago, Buddy Murphy was in the mix. It was exciting. People were excited by it. There seemed and to be now, some twists and turns. And now it's just, oh, Rowan was apparently caught for some video, yeah. even though it was grainy as all get out. You could have blamed the NWO Rowan, the doppelganger. Right. And at least got a couple more weeks out of this. I'm re- Dude, I really desperately want to know, and I don't want to like five years for a shoot interview. <laughs> I want to know what the original, according to Dave Meltzer. It was probably... Uh, uh, Roman Reigns is going to show up on NCIS or that show with which one is LL Cool J on? And then on CSI, CSI yeah. Los Angeles, Miami, whatever it is. He's with Robin on that show. Yes, he is. Yeah. He shows up on that show. Yeah. Um, and he's like, hey, I need you to analyze this video. <laughs> Zoom in. Uh, <laughs> and clean it's up. Crystal clear. Yeah, and it's crystal clear. And you see, no, it's not NWO Rowan, it's actual yeah. Rowan. And people are like, hell, man, they shoot NCIS like months in advance. We can't just walk on the set one day and say, hey, can we shoot this stuff? And it takes months to edit and get approved and to yeah. go through the pipeline to make air. We can't just make this happen. So you, you should know better than this, Eric Bischoff. You've done broadcast TV before with reality shows. Yeah. I just. I, uh, what if it's this? What if there's going to be every week another NWO Rowan? 
And then eventually there's like five. A motorcycle them, gang. That'd be which fine. Which is enough for a, a Rowan motorcycle gang. But they, they don't ride motorcycles. They ride in, in garbage trucks. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Uh, yeah, that goes over like a fart. I'm sad that they had uh, Andrade. Didn't Andrade like lose to, yeah, to the Miz? And actually, it was not that competitive of a match. <laughs> all, why is it all of a sudden the Miz is the Superman guy? I don't know. I hate that so much. I'm not a fan of that. I mean, if you're going to have Andrade lose, the only reason Andrade didn't get squashed is because Zelina Vega was ringside. I know. Otherwise, it seemed like the Miz would have wiped the floor with Andrade. <laughs> right? This is, dude, Miz is totally going to, are, are they going to have Miz pick up this IC title just, uh, just so that, because isn't his next one going to break Jericho's reign? It's going to tie it, I think. It's going to tie it? Yeah, nine. Oh, boy. Just so they can have them make sure the AEW champion is of no significance Maybe, man. to the company. I mean, the math holds. we got to do our predictions later today, too. Yeah, we do. I mean, if the math holds true, then there's going to be a, a number of title changes at Clash of Champions. Yeah. I don't know, man. What happened with Bailey this week? Oh, yeah, the nothing. She beat Ember Moon. Yeah. Again, yeah. and not really a competitive match. No. And no, then, not at all. Oh, and then some, there was some Twitter dust up about Mandy Rose. Oh, that promo was awful. Calling Nikki Cross ugly. That was horrible. I mean, I don't know. It was it was not creative. No, it wasn't creative, and it wasn't well written, and it wasn't well terribly well executed. You can, I felt like she yeah. was self-conscious saying it. Yeah, I know. Because Mandy Rose actually comes, like, if you watch any of her social media stuff, she seems like she's actually kind of a cool person. Mm -hmm. Like, she likes donuts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Sonya Deville seems like a delight. Mm -hmm. And I say that, I'm not, there's no sarcasm there. They seem like lovely people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's to me, it's not, it's just not the most creative thing in the world. No, it's not. I get that it, it sort of plays into what Mandy Rose's thing is. I guess. You know? But when people a hear a promo like that, you think, oh, it harkens back to the worst, the, uh, uh, some of the lowest points of women's wrestling. In There's WWE. a context there that like, yeah, in a vacuum, it might be, it might make some semblance of sense, but like the context is kind of ugly with yeah. WWE's history of doing yeah. that stuff and over and over. And again. we're not granted. It's been what, five years mm -hmm. since we've had the women's revolution start. We're not that far removed from that particular era. There's a, there's a more, I think there's a more creative way you can go after the heel who views themselves as status wise above somebody else mm -hmm. the face in the program mm -hmm. there's a more creative way you can go about that as opposed to she's ugly let's look at a picture of her yeah and then you see a picture it's like okay we know what she looks like yeah i don't know there's a more creative way to do that and I then commentary had to go along with it which i'm sure was uh, uncomfortable for them <sighs> yeah probably and they seemingly tried their best to talk around it but so it yeah wasn't very well executed it was so, a terrible yeah, idea it, it was it was it was all right we got a heavy machinery jobber match with apparently the czw heavyweight champion oh really that was kind of crazy yeah was it uh i like i like they made a, a family ties reference to the one dude's name i love that and Corey, Corey graves, graves pointed it out yeah. got it wrong at first he says isn't he, isn't he from the facts of life no wait family ties yeah <laughs> like come on, everybody knows family ties. everybody knows alex p keaton we're also old yeah um Corey's younger than us He's yeah. 35. That's why that's why he yeah, yeah that's why he might have missed. He's it. only seen in syndication in the reruns. We were OG. Mm -hmm. Uh so anyways, uh, let's get into this. Here we go. I got bad news for you, Epico. The Undertaker voice has returned. I really feel like you should take him up on his offer, man. Did you hear his voice? That was a dang that was almost his shoot voice when he started talking. Oh, I feel like the Undertaker reminiscing, man. Uh, he tried to do it in Undertaker uh, fashion, saying those souls, yada yada. 
I kind of like, kind of went off on a tangent. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. If I thought that this was actually going to be like the end of his career at some point soon, I would actually really dig that. I would like the the dead man to start getting sentimental a little a bit. Little weepy in his final program. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool because then he could he could speak to his own. Mortality. mortality. Yeah, exactly. yes. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Or immortality. Yeah. You could, could play with that. He really has to stare the death of his wrestling career in the face. This felt more like that cheesy promo he gave at uh, the Hammerstein. Oh, yeah. The Raw 25. The Rad Raw 25. That really didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Undertaker comes down. This is one of my homes. Granted, there's no Lady Jim in the back. There is a well-appointed gym in the basement. Yeah, but it's it's available to both men and women, and anything uh, in between. Anybody can step foot in that gym. It's not like Michelle's Lady Gym. Oh, Sammy Zayn. Well, comes well hold. There's an important line here because he says nah, he shouts he out some past legends. Yes, uh, how legends were made at MSG. And he says now we usher in a new era of superstar. Which when he said that, I kind of chuckled to myself. Yeah, yeah. And then out comes Sammy Zayn. Yeah. And I thought, oh gosh, Undertaker said, "Time to usher in a new era of superstar," and he's about to bury one right now. <laughs> <laughs> not quite yet. We're ushering it in. They're not in all the way not yet. Not all the way. Not until I say so. So uh, Sammy comes out and he, and he uh, says, shout out to Undertaker for selling out MSG for 30 years. He says not 10, not 20, but 30 years 30 he's been selling years. out this building. But he says Undertaker shouldn't be opening the show. It should be Sammy. Mm -hmm. um, he asks Undertaker to leave the ring. Says the future is in good hands with me, Sammy Zayn. And then uh, Undertaker kind of little nod, a little smirk, hands in the mic, starts to walk out of the ring. Uh, Sammy starts laughing a little bit, uh, getting a little too <laughs> yeah, goofy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, like, fell doing? for it, dumb taker. <laughs> <laughs> so Undertaker's stepping through the rope, stops, gets back in. Uh, Sammy turns around, realizes he's in deep dog doggy doo doo. Doggy doo doo. Undertaker choke slams Sammy. Yeah, didn't see that coming a mile away. <laughs> you sounded like internet right there. <laughs> I think Alex C claimed that one. Uh, I mean, a lot of people called it, but he called specifically Sami Zayn before it happened. So mm -hmm. well done, Alex C. Yes, hats off to Alex C. Bright, bright, smart boy right there. Tall, too. You're very tall. Almost as tall as me. Maybe you and I can go rafting down the river Stygian together because we're of equal height. Why does that matter if you're going rafting? Your same height it keeps the rod balanced. <laughs> I put you down, Sammy. We Zane. put a shorter person on the front of the boat, it might tip over. By the way, we still have plenty of those non Undertaker shirts at friendomarket.com. Yes. I put you down. He never said that. Like it, oh. Never said it. That's why it's legal for us to sell it because also, there's, no, there's no depiction of anybody's real persona or. Fairly face. obvious. And in fact, we have confirmation from Eddie that Undertaker looked at that shirt with one glance at that shirt. He understood that it was totally meant to be. <laughs> Moving on. Next, uh, Shane's backstage. Uh, milling about. Chad Gable enters. Um, and uh, Chad Gable goes like, hey, I was, I, I was supposed to have a match. Elias is hurt. Shane says, yeah, Elias has a broken ankle. Yeah. I guess they just figured this out yesterday. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Chad's like, cool, I get a buy. I'm on to the finals. Neat. And Shane goes, have you not been paying attention to Raw? We don't I do know. that no. anymore. No. Uh, Shane goes, oh, not so fast. 
you want to prove yourself. You want to prove that you're worthy king of the ring, right? And Chad kind of shakes his head. Yeah, you'll have a match tonight. I'll find an opponent for you. Shouldn't like Chad being the fighting champion he is wanting to prove himself? I know. Shouldn't he have actually approached it's Shane McMahon? A, it's not a good look for a face to be like, cool, I advance without a fight. <laughs> I mean, if you want to keep it real, that's, you know, that's... Now, if he would said, oh, is there going to be... What I probably would have done. If he, he should have posed it as a question. He should be the proactive one. Yes, he should have posed it as a question as opposed to, oh, I get a buy, cool. Yeah. So he should, if he would said... Oh, does that mean I get a buy, or do I get to like actually earn my way in there? No, this actually should have gone down like this. He comes in, Shane's called him in, and he's got like a soft taco supreme with him, uh-huh. Taco Bell. No, Beyond Taco from Del Taco. There you go. Well, it's, the soft taco supreme, you get like like some sour cream out oh, of it. Oh, all right, yeah. So he's sitting there. So Shane's like, got sour cream running down his mouth. No, Chad. Chad, does. sorry. Okay. So he's eating, and he's like, he's like, Chad, you're eating some Taco Bell there, huh? You got a match tonight for the King of the Ring finals. I'm like, what? I don't get a buy. NCAA rules. I got to buy if somebody gets injured. This isn't the NCAA. <laughs> he's going to be bloated or gassy for his right. match later, yeah, so he right. spits out the taco. What? I thought I had a buy. Nobody. No. Where's the dang rule book? Here you go, Chad. He starts flipping through. He's like, this is a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. It's a bunch of scribbles. Here, I can scribble my own rule here. Here, it says here, Gable gets a buy. So Shane says, Shane says, yeah, you're good. No, I'll get you. You'll, you'll have somebody. We'll, we'll do it. And it's fairly obvious. Ch- it's Gable be, at that point should have just said, it's, it's going to be you. you, isn't it? <laughs> like if he's been watching at all. Yeah, no. It's good, dude. It's going to be gonna you. It's going to be you. After that, Miz versus Andrade. It was, man, this is basically a glorified squash match. Um, it was cool that uh, Nakamura is on commentary speaking exclusively Japanese. It was awesome. Yep. Like, just let him do that all the time. Yeah, I know. Corey Graves was selling it great, too. It was awesome. Calling Byron rude uh, for interrupting him and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was great. It, it was, was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, he doesn't have Sammy around anymore. Well, at least week. not tonight. This yeah, because yeah. one choke slam is enough to incapacitate Sammy to such a degree that, that hey, he that, can't fulfill his uh, obligations to Shinsuke. That sell from Sammy on that choke slam, by the way, was great. He just crumpled up and died. And a hell of a job by Undertaker by getting him up and then realizing his hat was about to fall off. Held his hat on with one hand. Oh, I didn't notice that. Slam. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I don't want them to see my hair. I don't want them to see my bald spot. <laughs> there you say balls. It's not in Manscaped today. Anyways, you know who else is uh, sponsored by Manscaped? I saw that, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis, man. Holy moly. Man. We're in good company. We are. Internet Today and Dexter Loomis. I know. Tell me that's not a faction. That is. Anyways. Uh, so Miz has the advantage for like pretty much the entire match, unless uh, Zelina gets involved. So at one point, she rakes the Miz's eyes. Almost almost falls with the awesome drop kick. Double knees in the corner, only gets a two count. Uh, they're doing their brawl on ringside. Uh, Miz has the upper hand, of course. There's a stare down between Miz and Nakamura. Uh, and Miz goes, oh, here, I'll show you something. Takes Andrade and just tosses him into Nakamura mm-hmm. ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the ring, uh, Vega holds on to the Miz's ankle. Uh, kind of distracts him for a bit. Almost hits his awesome back elbow. Gets a two. And then uh, the Miz uh, reverses something into a skull-crushing finale. It was, it was a disappointing finish. Yeah. Then afterwards, Nakamura runs in. As soon as that bell rings, he's in there dropping a knee in the back of Miz's head. Falls with a Kinshasa. I don't know. I don't know about that math, dude. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, and I don't know about the Kofi Orton math. Oh, that's interesting stuff, too. 
I know. That's very interesting stuff. They're at the point where they could totally pull the trigger on Randy Orton. Uh-huh. And then, I mean, you just have the title go back and forth a couple times. It's okay. It's been a while since anybody's done that. Yeah, Besides the 24-7 title. Yeah, I know. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, so uh, Nakamura stands tall in the segment. You know, math would dictate that he's losing at Clash of Champions. Next, mm-hmm. Apollo Crews and Matt Hardy are hanging out backstage. Shane enters. He's like, hey, I'm looking for Chad Gable. Well, it seems like Chad Gable's just right there because he steps in the fray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got. I hate, I hate, man, that is a freaking pet peeve of mine. When they act like whatever is happening on in the frame of the camera is the only thing that exists in the universe. I hate that. It's lazy. Hey, have Bad you blocking. seen so-and-so? Oh, yeah. They walk in a frame. You, obviously, he was... Anyway, sorry. Go block. ahead. Go it's ahead. not good block. Anyway, Shane says, Oh, I, uh, I found an opponent for you, Chad. Here, I'll go get him. He steps out of frame, steps back. He's like, Hey, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm the best in the world now and be king of the ring. Yeah. So, there you go. Didn't see that coming a mile away. Uh, next, Mandy Rose versus Nikki Cross. Uh, again, we talked about Mandy's uh, promo before the match. It wasn't good. It's just a bad direction. No, it wasn't. Epico, he just dropped a hundo on us. Oh, thank you, Epico. Uh, the benefactor riding down the river Stygian in his fancy yacht. There you go. Thanks, Epico. Thank you, Epico. Good to see you back. Yeah. Hope you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're out of the hospital. Yeah, I know. Uh, so as soon as Mandy ends her promo, cue Nikki's music. She just comes tearing down to the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah, full head of steam. Well, what's her face comes out for Alexa comes oh, yeah, out, and, and then she says, goes. Here we go. She does this thing. And yeah, then Nikki just flies down, sprints down the ramp, yeah. gets in the ring, takes the fight to Mandy. Um, this is some back and forth in the match. Finish sees uh, Nikki avoid uh, Mandy's bicycle knee V trigger, mm-hmm. uh, and then rolls her up. For the win, yeah, um, it was a fun enough match. It's just the the, the the that promo really left a, a bad taste in the mouth. It was just, I mean, I don't know. Some every once in a while, WWE Vince will just be Vince, and apparently, again, once again, hours before the broadcast, Vince tore up the script and rewrote it. Yeah, something tells me that he's just reverting to his old habits to a degree. I'm well, sure. I, I think it's you know when when you're writing something, you just you will yeah you'll to make things easier. What do we want the promo be about? I don't know. She's ugly. You know, it's like that. that's worked in the past. It's cheap heat. It's easy. Just go with that as opposed to something more nuanced, you know. Or it's interesting. Or not saying complex. it's an excuse at all, but it's probably what happened. It's probably yeah. the reason. Uh, after that, we had uh, Otis and Epico. Oh, wow, Epico. Again. Thank you. 
Down the river's digit. Seems like he's simply encouraging the Undertaker voice at this point. I'm Seems not sure. Like well, we should do the rest of the show and see what, what that gets us. Just like Kevin Owens' referee, his uh, his motivation seems to be all over the map. Uh, Otis and Tucky are back there making a protein shake. Yeah, they're dumping a bunch of crap into a blender and then just drinking it. At one point, Otis had a banana. He had it in his hand. That he was making very violent... Almost sexual motions with. Well, during the match, he was doing some pretty uh, Fandango-esque pelvic thrusts. It's uh, both funny and kind of disconcerting. doesn't really add anything to the wrestling, to be honest Oh, wow, Epico. Epico! You're off the... You're you're off the... Off your rocker? Is that the phrase? Sure. (laughs) Undertaker just knows old-timey phrases now. You're the bee's knees, Epico. <laughs> the cat's pajamas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. Uh, Anyways, yeah, they make a protein shake. Uh, and they drink it. They put cheese or something in it? Maybe. I thought I saw cheese. I don't know. It didn't look appealing. All I heard was tucky. I know. I know. And he had that banana, yeah. So after that, we have uh, Bailey and Ember Moon in the locker room. Uh, Ember calls out Bailey for taking the chair to Becky, saying, aren't you supposed to be like the role model, the the gold standard, if you will, the women's division here on mm-hmm, SmackDown? Mm-hmm. And Bailey's like, no, I'm the same person. I did that for us, for the women's division here on SmackDown. I'm to elevating To sh- show that we're on an equal level with Raw. And Ember's like, all right. <laughs> Who was more annoying in this segment, Bailey or Ember Moon? Because the answer is Ember Moon. Why did she, she have... Walking up to somebody? Why and, did she have like uh, soda tabs on her gear? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That bothered me less than her attitude. Like, why don't you go up to somebody? I'm sorry, man. If you did that, if you like, well, that'd be kind of messed up because we're not really involved in in con- simulated combat well, here's sports. The thing is, like, going back to the nature of the what, like Bailey says, I want to face Ember Moon at SummerSlam because you're like what the women's division is all about. It's like, hey, let's just. It was it was in the spirit of competition. Let's go out there and show what we can do as wrestlers. Epico said, take the $405 and stop Taker for the rest of the stream. Fine, Epico. I will now rest in peace. Thank you, Epico. All right. Uh, So anyways, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. If you're going out and doing something, this is solidarity right here. You go out and you jack somebody. Hold on. If it's a situation where, where you were saying, I'm a role model, and then you go out there and do something deplorable. It's not deplorable, though. She didn't kill anybody. It no, she didn't murder. kill anybody. But she's if she's out there saying, oh, I'm a role model for the kids out there and then goes and beats someone down with a chair, that's not exactly role model behavior. She never said she's a role model for kids. She said, I'm here as a role model. For who? For for the women's division, right? Are you sure she said for... She said, I'm the same person. I'm still the, the role model. For She didn't say speci- specify uh, for kids. Yeah, I think the implication is... is no is, way, is, man. No it's, way. It's for the youngsters out there. I don't like people going up to other people. Why are you doing that? I don't know. Why don't you mind your business? You know what? If you're so great, take the title off me. And then she had a match with Bailey after that. Yeah. But uh, first, but heavy, first. Heavy Machinery versus Johnny Silver and Alex P. Keaton. Which one of these guys was the CCW champion? Johnny Silver, I think. Let's see here. I'm going to go to my tried and true. Sure Local competitor. There we go. Uh, of course, this wasn't much of a match. We got a lot of uh, pelvic thrusting from Otis um, and a compactor from Heavy Machinery to get the win. Um, I don't know if CZW want their champion. Look up CZW champions. Who's the current one? John, John Silver. Silver. Wow. 
See? Set the bill for 151 days. He beat David Starr for it. And the best of the best tournament. Uh-huh. That's interesting. <clears throat> wow, as you know, the Messiah has the, the second longest really? combined range. And then Drake, third. Wow. He had one reign for 567 Look days. Look at that top 10. You got Nick Gage, John Moxley. Or the, yeah, the top 10. Uh, uh, yeah. Nick Gage, Matt Tremont. We have an intro from him. Mm -hmm. I got I to gotta get mm -hmm. that up. Masada, John Zandig. Drake Wirtz. And Drake Wirtz. Referee, Drake Younger. The Messiah. And yeah, the, the Messiah, really. That's awesome. <clears throat> Pretty Let's see cool. Here. Uh, so yeah, the local competitor here on the Twitter says, Heavy Machinery defeated John Johnny Silver and Alex Keaton. Johnny Silver is John Silver. Alex is Alex Reynolds. Silver and Reynolds are known on the indie scene as the Beaver Boys. John Silver, current CZW World Heavyweight Champion, had two WWE matches in the past in 2018 on NXT, and then No Way Out 2012. Wow. It's been against for a while, then. Ryback. Interesting. And two other people. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, after that match, we have Shane again backstage. Kevin Owens walks in, and then Shane's like, oh, yeah, I was looking for you. Uh, I've thought about it. I'm willing to reconsider this $100,000 fine. And Kevin Owens naturally says, all right, what's the catch? Yeah. <clears throat> and Shane tells, tells him, oh, I just want you to do a good job. And as yeah. he says that, he puts the referee's jersey on his shoulder. He says, all you got to do is do your job correctly. Uh, uh, do it cor wink, wink. Uh, do it correctly. Wink, wink. Not during much. my match tonight. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And Kevin Owens like, oh, do it correctly. Yeah, you know, correctly. <laughs> Help me win. <laughs> I win the match. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, uh, Kevin Owens leaves. And he's like, oh, God. What the heck? Dun, 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 dun. I know. Uh, He's like doing. Yeah. Mm, uh, uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll we'll change see. my mind several times during the match. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, an Eric Rowan promo. Um, what did you think about his promo? It was all right. I thought he's got. I think he's got a good voice. Yeah. And I think he could execute something if it wasn't so standard. Yeah, it was standard villain stuff. It was. Here, let me explain my motivation. Minus. You thought I was under control, but I'm not under control. I'm actually a genius. Reference video years ago when I was doing a Rubik's Cube. Someone put that on Twitter yesterday. That's why I always oh, Okay. Yeah. I'm really smart at He's actually. really good at the Rubik's Cube, huh? Well, I mean, there was a, I guess he did a Rubik's Cube on Raw one time or was oh. playing with it. And then I said, someone said, oh, I'm happy they referenced that he's smart for something he did years ago while a member of Wyatt family. Did he actually solve it on air? And, Not in that and little like, clip. In moments? Not in that little clip. He was well, just playing. I, mean, I can sit there and get myself on video playing with Ruby's Cube. Doesn't mean you're smart. But I am dullard. Yeah, same here. I can't <laughs> do anything with Ruby's Cube, honestly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so he explained, you know, hey, I'm 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 smart. I'm not anybody. I'm not easily manipulated. Right. I'm in control now. Uh, out comes Roman Reigns. He has a Superman punch. Goes for a spear ringside. Eats boots. So they start brawling up through the crowd. Yeah. Uh, Roman hits. They start coming back through the crowd. So Eric Rowan is straddling the barricade. Roman hits a Superman punch. Security comes out, tries to break him up. Uh, Roman hits another one, and then Rowan just picks up. A fan that was awesome. power bombs him onto Roman Reigns. I like that. Was that. Cool. That was really cool. Um, and then Rowan hits a fun splash on Roman and security. He grabs Roman by his arm and starts to pull him up the ramp. Roman gets up uh, uh, for a little bit. There's a little bit of a fight. Rowan just dra drives his head to the stage. Roman comes to, though, hits another Superman punch, 
And then by now they're up by the king of the ring throne and, and uh, Roman's up there beating up on him. They're separated again. Rowan gets the camera crane that's just hovering right over his head and tosses it towards Roman. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought the the actual segment itself I thought was was pretty cool. It's just obvious that the story has nothing going for it right now because you, you entered when you introduce NWO Rowan, you expect a lot of twists and turns, and uh, evidently there were a lot of very convoluted twists and turns. Yeah. But then they had to drop that, and they just they had to go back to simplifying it. I know. So I don't know, man. I, I kind of wish they just. It doesn't always work, but the the who attacked Alistair storyline in NXT, they at least tried to have some twists and turns. They were they tried to have some suspense. You kind of knew all along it was Johnny Gargano who did it, and that's who it was. Nonetheless, it was protracted. It wasn't boring. It, I don't know. It felt like there was a groundwork there for them to have that. With you know, you had Buddy Murphy involved. You had Daniel Bryan there. You had Rowan. Even if you still have NWO Rowan there, that's a couple, two or three weeks you can buy out of the story until he's out of there as as a suspect. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It felt like they they made the right move, not rushing the Daniel Bryan Roman match to SummerSlam. Yeah. Let's milk this storyline because there's more to it. But now I feel like there's still something they could do with it. Uh, let's just finish it anyways. Get out I of the think, way. I think the problem, uh, maybe, and this is pure speculation on my part, if you put all the pieces together, what you said is true. Hey, we've got something good on our hands. Let's not rush it. And then when the story was actually written out, mm-hmm. in terms of let's not rush it, it ended up being a mess. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they had to go back and just simplify it, say, okay, well, this isn't going to work. Um, it is a bummer though. They could have done any number of, I mean, they could have obviously used this to bring back Harper. I mean, yeah. I think it would have been terrific if, if you bring back Harper under this scenario and have them both turn on Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and they're all of a sudden given a lot more complexity, dimension and depth mm-hmm. than what they had in, as the bludgeon brothers, mm-hmm. but it's them and it's people like them together. Um, but you let them talk and you let them have a mind of their own and not, they're not just out in the woods going, oh, we have big hammers. Yeah, no. You know, that that could have been a good way to reintroduce that. And they don't even necessarily have to be a tag team. They could just be a yeah. couple of badasses. Yeah. You know? And but, there, there could have been ways you could have had, like I thought for and that's sure. that's just one scenario. I thought for sure at one point they're going to have a tag match, have Roman and Buddy team up, taking on Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Mm-hmm, yeah. Made all the sense in the world. Yeah, sure. Made all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Give Buddy, keep him in the storyline, give him a huge rub tagging with Roman. Yeah. But now Buddy hasn't been on TV for what, two weeks, three weeks? It's been a while. It's frustrating. There is a way, way to keep all the pieces involved throughout the duration of this whole feud, and they just yeah. drop the ball. The on. problem is, man, when you're, when you're rewriting your script at the last oh, I know. minute, that, that, that can't, that literally cannot happen. That yeah. can't happen. You need <laughs> just sit down and map out where you're yeah. going for the next four weeks. Like it's, it, I'm, I, I'm not going to say it's not that difficult because I understand that wrestling has a lot of moving pieces and I have zero idea what the writer's room is like there. But I think I deal with Vince being fickle and changing his mind constantly. I know. So I know. Uh, After that, we go backstage. Rowan's talking to himself. He's angry. He's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that it's happens. Like, Roman. 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 After that, we had a uh, Bailey and Ember Moon. In a match, not highly competitive, but a match nonetheless. Um, and uh, Charlotte was on commentary. Yes. 
Yeah. So towards the end, Bailey, what do you have something to add? No, I was going to mention. I, I liked. I, I like this in the context of Bailey was giving us kind of a heel match. Like she yeah, had yeah, Ember yeah, on the yeah, outside. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like brutalizing yeah, her out there. That she did was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I liked it in in those terms. Yeah. Charlotte is kind of like I. I mean, I think that <clears throat> the directive is probably be who you are. Don't necessarily worry about the heel face mm-hmm. thing. But then you know Bailey's in there. You know, like I said, on the outside, brawling with Ember Moon. Healing it up a bit. Healing and, it and up, Charles yeah. was like, oh, this is who Bailey's always been. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a different dynamic. They're all going to walk into WrestleMania in the main event. They're all going to be heels. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so, finish saw Bailey avoid an eclipse. Hits the belly-to-belly for the win. Uh, as soon as the match is over, uh, Charlotte gets to the ring. Points to the title. Does discount double-check mo- movement. Yeah, saying man. title's going to be mine. Yeah. Um, and then Bailey just leaves. Discount double check. Hey, Rogers. Hey, Rogers. Uh, after that, we had uh, Kofi backstage uh, looking at various photos in the hallway, at the, the hallowed halls, halls of, of MSG. MSG. And one of them is himself dropping that boom drop on Randy Orton 10 years ago. You think that's actually... I don't know if it's actually there, if they, they put it up for the thing. put it up for the thing, yeah. It's a pretty cool moment, though. Dude. It is, yeah, it was pretty neat. Uh, so after commercial, we come back. Kofi comes down the ring, and uh, he talks about that night 10 years ago, the night that, that made him a star, a potential main eventer, mm-hmm. when he uh, destroyed Randy Orton. And he says, oh, you don't remember it? Video time. Mm-hmm. Roll the video. Uh, come back, and Kofi's talking about Clash, keeping that belt. He's interrupted by Randy Orton. He's yelling stupid. Kofi's looking for him. He's in the crowd. Um, he says, uh, you know, you've always not been who you said you were. He mentions uh, the accent Kofi used to have. Yeah. And then he says, uh, also, the power of positivity, BS. Wow, but he didn't say BS. He used yeah. mild, prof- actual profanity. And I like they cut to Kofi. And Kofi has his vest and the belt on and stuff. And he's very slowly takes the vest off, takes the belt off, put in the ring. Seemingly with no sense of urgency. And once he has that done... Boom. Out he goes. He goes yeah. running into the crowd SOS. to give it to Orton. And then Orton, Kofi didn't know this, has a chair. And so Orton uses the chair on Kofi. Um, but uh, eventually there's a lot of back and forth. Kofi gets the upper hand and Orton comes back. At one point, Kofi's laying on a table. Orton goes to hit Kofi with a chair. And Kofi kicks him off. But the table that he's laying on breaks in half. Yeah. Probably the gimmick table they had for the spot Probably, yeah. So anyways, Kofi moves it. Thankfully, and wisely, they had another table right there. Move another table into position. uh, Goes up to the railing above it. Hits the boom drop. Putting Orton through the table. Mm -hmm. Cool spot. Yeah, it was really good Obviously reminiscent of what happened 10 years ago in the same building. Mm -hmm. However, there's the math. So this math we've been endlessly talking about is, of course, predictions math. Yeah, uh, the math that I think it's true maybe 60% of the time, whoever stands tall in the segment in a go-home show uh, usually ends up losing. Yeah. 60%. It's not foolproof. I can't remember who actually ran the math on the math, but that's the math that we have on the math. I could be wrong. I know. So I know that somebody is, has run the math separate from us. Yes. I don't know if anybody in the community. Someone did on winning matches on go-home okay. shows, but that's not the same as standing tall. All right. 
If it's anybody, I would have thought that it'd be like Cody Miles. Yeah, that's where I think Because Cody's like the, he's the spreadsheet. With, by the way, I reached out to Cody. Yeah. Uh, and I want to get, I want to see if he can do a spreadsheet because we got to talk about that project we're working mm-hmm. on a little bit. I had some more thoughts about the mm-hmm. math. We This is like, this is like freaking, you know, Stephen Hawking and uh, who, who, like, uh, who's another big math guy? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. We got to talk about the philosophy of our math a little bit. All right. But we need a spreadsheet that actually does so we can just put like a number in and it'll change stuff. It's not a huge deal to get this calculators on the phone, man. Listen, man, I'm just trying to make things more efficient. Anyways, hopefully Cody will be able to help us. With yeah, that. We'll yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Not that I uh, uh, have any uh, questions about Cody's abilities. I don't know if it's changes are necessary anyways let's talk about the main events <laughs> okay let's do that uh chad gable versus shane mcmahon king of the ring semi-final uh kevin owens special guest referee uh like 30 seconds in chad gable hits a rolling german suplex he gets the win yeah fast count by kevin owens okay so fast count by kevin owens he he wins immediately gable wins immediately yeah so shane mcmahon stunned gets up and says no 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 kevin's like what do you want me to do you lost no, no, no. By the way, it was an awesome German suplex. Yeah. No, 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 no. Gets on the mic. I'm now changing this. Best two out of three falls. Come on. Come on. Get back in here. Yeah. And then there's some conversation between Shane and Kevin that we're not privy to. It's not mic'd up. Yeah. They're out there talking. Yeah. We don't know what they're saying. So at that point. It would have been point, helpful for Shane to get in his face and says, I told you to do your job right. Because otherwise, it just seems like that. that like at first, Owens is out to screw Shane out of the match because that was a fast count. Yeah. And then without having something audibly that we can hear. That was the thing because then it reverses and Kevin Owens tries to screw Chad Gable, Gable out essentially, of it. Yeah. So I mean, I get. Look, we can put two and two together. It's it's easy for us to say, okay, well, obviously Shane gave him a little talking to. Said, hey, you're not gonna like it if if this goes this way. That I would have thought would have been obvious from the get go. Yeah. So the initial motivation of Kevin Owens trying to put the screws to Shane McMahon. What could Shane have possibly said? We just needed a sense that Shane was intimidating him to behave in a certain fashion. Like the original, like, you know, when, when he was given the referee shirt and told, make sure that's right. Why would Kevin Owens then have been like, okay, I'm going to screw him out of this. And then like what more convincing would have been it. so I think that was a little bit on the clunky side if they if they had done done just a standard count on the first pinfall it might have been better mm-hmm, instead yeah. of a fast count yeah yeah who knows but uh, but in any event at that point Kevin Owens realizes in his best interest to uh, basically screw Chad Gable try to ensure that Shane McMahon uh, got the win mm-hmm. and so he would do whenever Shane would go for a pin he would try the fastest possible count Chad Gable would kick out every single time uh, you know, whenever Chad would get a pinfall uh, or would go for a pin, he would like double check Shane's shoulders like for oh, five no, seconds. He was really like putting his hand under there. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, second fall starts. Shane attacks Gable from behind. We go to commercial, come back. Shane has the upper hand. He dropped him with uh, with uh, uh, Drew Gulak's finish, the cyclone crash. Mm-hmm. That looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, Gable goes for a crucifix pin. You mentioned that slow count. No one's is like. A little bit of space there between shoulder and mat. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Shane eventually kicks out. Uh, we get a roll-up from Shane. KO does a fast count. Gable kicks out. Gable hits a moonsault. Again, Owen's slow to make the count. Oh, yeah, Shane hits the cyclone crash. Another fast count from KO. 
uh, Gable kicks out. And then Shane grabs a chair, and Kevin Owens like, come on. I can't let you do that. Everybody here is watching. Everybody mm-hmm. knows you're going to cheat. I can't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shane's like, okay, all right, here's a chair. Just go put it away. So Owens turns, puts the chair away. Uh, Shane goes to kick Gable in the front area. Yeah. Gable catches it, puts him in the ankle lock. Uh, Grape finds the leg, and Owens is like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I got this guy here. I got this guy here. And then what Shane starts tapping, and Owens is still standing here like this, and the timekeeper rings the bell. Yeah. So Owens didn't actually call for the bell at all. Is that standard procedure? No, I think the ref has to call for the bell. Doesn't the ref have to call for the ref that one the ref is the one that sees the tap and is the one who calls it. Yeah. Right. Standard procedure for the timekeeper to take it upon themselves to ring the bell. Unless at the directive of the referee. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-host, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. And so the, only, the, like it ends. The in, only situation that plays in my head in that situation. It's <laughs> Um, and so, and so the match ends with Shane tapping yeah. Gable starting to celebrate a bit and Owens is standing there like this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this guy over here, this guy over here. What do you want, do you want for me? What do you want for me? And, and so Shane gets up and Owens is like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. You just tap fool. You just tapped. And so, everybody. and so Owens turns to leave and Shane attacks him, starts beating on him, grabs a mic and goes, oh, you're fired. Uh, you're really fired. And then acknowledging maybe 30 seconds later that maybe that wasn't comprehensible. <laughs> he grabs the mic again, gets in Owen's face and goes, 
you hear me? You're fired. You're fired. And started beating him with the microphone. Yeah. So we didn't get the satisfaction of Kevin Owens getting fired and then dropping uh, Shane with a stunner. Yeah. Yeah. And then while he's on top of him doing that, the little trademark thing comes yeah. up. Yeah. The little, yeah. The bug. Copyright bug. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, kind of wonky, but it, it was what it was. Um, mm. Hmm. King of the Ring finals are not going to be on Clash of Champions. Oh, yeah. They're going to be on Raw next week. How was that announced? Because I saw people talking about that on Twitter. How it was, was that just, announced? It was announced after the match ended. I think they did a quick card. Yeah. Taking place on Raw. Yeah. What? It's supposed to be a Clash of Champions. I know. Bogus. There's no championship on the line. Just an awesome chair. And I mean, doesn't and a hat. Isn't a crown and a scepter kind of above titles? Those are pretty cool. Definitely not, cool, a, definitely not above, above titles, titles, but they're kind of titles. It's a title unto itself, yeah. yeah sure. Uh some questions, yeah? Yeah, All okay. Right. DKC returns, 10 a.m. is way better. I normally miss this. Well, oh, good. happy you can join us. Yeah. Uh, Gregory Faella, or Faella, Faella, says, bring back crime time. They could be a great addition for either brand, maybe even NXT. Uh, is it Shad? He just wrote a comic book. Him and, and Muhammad Hassan. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I gotta check that out. Yeah, that's neat. Uh Fear and Loathen NYC. Oh, first of all, thank you again, Epico. Uh Fear and Loathen NYC. Uh hey friendos, hi as F. World Trade Survivor here. Glad to be watching some going in raw today. Steve, can you do Taker telling Michelle how excited he is to put Bray over and then getting a text he's working with Sammy? So this came in before Epico uh uh, bought you off to not do Taker voice again. All right, and also he, if he's a, if he is truly a World Trade Survivor, my you know, mm-hmm. obviously today's nine eleven. Mm-hmm. It's a big day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, what did he want? Uh, Taker telling Michelle how excited he is to put Bray over and then getting a text he's working with Sammy. To Michelle, how excited is <laughs> Michelle? I got some good news. I'm going to be working with The Fiend. Do you know who that is? It's Bray Wyatt. He's my friend. Hold on a second. I got a text message over here. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex C., what will WWE do with the IC title record when 50-year-old Miz joins Mid-South Wrestling Revival Company? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They, got, uh, they, they always do. They always, oh, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. Jericho to be champion. Uh, Poke, holy light profanity. Epico has lost it. Oh, Epico, he gave his he gave his seal of approval Good. on that last Good. one. Thank Good. you, Epico. Good, big heart. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Dylan Haggett, does conspiracy theorist hurt or hinder Jesse Ventura's legacy? Answer in Ventura voice, please, Steve. Oh, no. Okay, so well, you know, for uh, for Steve. Uh, he, he quite likes uh, Conspiracy Theory by Jesse Ventura. Because there's one thing. So there's Conspiracy Theories, which uh, unfortunately in this day and age can be harmful. Yes. Um, I, I've always appreciated, though, ever since I was a kid even, I always appreciated uh, the more harmless Conspiracy Theories. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's never it's not harmful to think about who actually killed JFK. You know, because there was probably some some weird some weird stuff going on there. Potentially, maybe there's some evidence out there. Uh, moon landing. I think it's silly to think that we didn't land on the moon. Yeah, like the flat Earth thing, for the most part, seemed relatively harmless because it's 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 harmless and generally laughed off. Yes, 
when you start questioning stuff, like the thing that literally makes me want to vomit is the Sandy Hook. Yeah, that stuff makes me literally mad to think about people. Oh, that just makes me upset. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but no, when Jesse Ventura, his conspiracy theory stuff, I thought was hilarious. Like I, I watched a couple of those episodes Mm -hmm. and they're just, he, he takes it so seriously, but also it's Jesse. So it's like, he probably doesn't. Yeah. He probably knows that a bunch of it is just really silly. Yeah. But he's a good entertainer. Yeah. Uh, Gustavo Gama just has an emoji of a shirt. We know, what, know that what that means. means. We definitely know what that means. I think I know what that means. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty sure I know what that means. Uh, let's see here. Cody Miles says he's on the road to beach. Power rank top beach things to do. Oh, just lay out. I just like to lay out, man. I like I'm not a huge big on laying on the pale beached whale. I'm not huge on laying on the beach because sand always finds its, it, itself in places I don't want it to be. In your b-hole? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't really bother me. Uh, I just I like this, the 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 air and the sound of the beach. It's very peaceful to me. Yes, agreed. It's me in a very peaceful spot. Agreed. You proposed at the beach. I did. Yeah. It was a rocky beach though. Oh, okay. All it wasn't right. a sandy beach. So that could have gone one of two ways. Because at the rocky beach, isn't it, like most uh, uh, like uh, uh, spouse murders? Don't they all happen on like rocky beaches? Probably because yeah. it's easy to just grab a rock and just start swinging. <laughs> Oh, she fell, or he fell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could have. So, I could have went. I guess yeah, could have went south. You know, I felt pretty good with my chances, but I guess the chance was it there, ended in it, happiness as opposed to murder. scandal and murder, <laughs> and of course, murder. Favorite thing to do at the <laughs> beach: um, play volleyball. It's beach volleyball is fun. Throw the football around. That's good fun too. I hate beach volleyball. Why? Because it's so hard to run on the beach. I know it's good I exercise. Hate it. It's, it's so irritating. Exercise. I love it. It's like I'm trying to go fast, but I'm going very. I'm going slower I than great. I usually it's do. It's great. It's best. Um, Looking for shells. Although, how dirty a lot of beaches are, you're going to find all sorts of trash. I know. There. I know. Beaches are kind of gross. I don't know. I just I go to the beach for the observational stuff. You know, I just like to look at the water. It always reminds me how huge everything is. You know. Yeah. I know. It's weird. That's true. Uh, Dylan, so guys, have you discussed the charity stream? Not in details. No, we talked about doing a charity stream this month. We need to follow up on that. We do need to follow. I know. I was just thinking about that when Epico <laughs> was dropping all of his money yeah. on us. I was thinking to myself, you know, I forgot he had mentioned that he was, you know, uh, perhaps interested. Yes. Uh, if we were to do. And, of course, this is a children's pe- uh, pediatric cancer pediatric, awareness yeah. month, I think. Yeah. So, no, we should do before the end of the month. We should yes. definitely do something. Uh, Johan Van Wolfhausen, Fiend versus Taker. Winner gets all powers of darkness. Who goes over? Well, it's Fiend now. Fiend needs to go over. Fiend needs that. Oh, a hundred. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The Fiend. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Fear and loathing again. Ember should have told Bailey, "You're wearing a black heel jacket. You're not fooling anyone." That's a good point. Please, I'm sorry. Please do what now? Uh, Ember oh, okay, should have yeah. told Bailey, "You're wearing, you're wearing, you're wearing heel gear now." I don't like this going up somebody. Hey, why are you doing that? No, I understand it. Stop doing that. Uh, Gustavo Gama just has pants emojis now. Ah, Gus. See, he's just yes pants, but then no shirt. Or maybe that's lack of pants. Could be. Could be. be. I don't know. I mean, how does he know we're not wearing pants right now? Um, I definitely am. Oh, I guess I am too. I had to look to remind myself. Jennifer, over on the Patreon, asks... Does anyone else feel like everyone reporting on why Shane wasn't around and hoping his jury duty ran longer was a massive jinx? That's a good point. That's a good point. You talk about something, then the opposite is going to happen. Yeah. 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 
Good point. Should have reported on it, then, and then he wouldn't have showed up. Correct, Amundo. Let's see here. What else? Um, Alex Foster has a great question. In kayfabe, if superstars get bonuses when they are champions, how does that work for the twenty four seven title? I think that's why the twenty four seven title. You know what you get paid in. You know what your bonus is in twenty four seven title? Exposure. Yeah, it's like working for free for some. Jerk. Do you say that you can get paid in California? The, the state senate passed that uh, freelancer or independent contractor law. I did see that. It's going to be weird to see if that number one becomes a national thing a couple years down the line because they say, as California goes, the rest of the nation sometimes follows. Yeah, um, I'd be hard pressed to think in, some, in the red states that would happen anytime soon. Might be difficult, but you never know. Um, number two, obviously, it is going to be very curious to see how that works out for wrestling. Well, I mean, I only read one article about today that someone posted on our Twitter. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and it just said, it, it obviously didn't speak about wrestlers. It, I didn't read far enough into it to say if it's anything, whether it was it was strictly to companies based in California. Like, I don't know how wide of a net it casts. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it mentions uh, rideshare drivers, uh, uh, workers who are considered contractors despite working, you know, full-time hours and so on and so forth. But I don't know how it applied to, to wrestlers. I don't know. Yeah. It's time will tell. I have yeah. no idea. I mean, uh, I, I would imagine, I would just imagine that exemptions will be made in situations. I mean, I know that's part of the law. Part of the, the law that was passed was there yeah, are exemptions. There was a there was an exemption for uh, newspaper delivers, but that was only for a year. And I also think that I think that part of that I mean, it, it's 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 a law and you know, uh, politics often come into play when when and so Linda McMahon is a, is a pretty big figure. So, in, the, in the current administration. This is an article from the San Francisco Chronicle. It says, a lengthy list of professions won exemptions uh, largely because they typically set their own prices and negotiate directly with their customers. These include doctors, dentists, psychologists, insurance agents, stockbrokers, lawyers, accountants, engineers, direct sellers, real estate agents, hairstylists, commercial fishermen, travel agents, and graphic designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber, Lyft, and other gig companies neg- negotiated unsuccessfully to be exempted. So, like DoorDash drivers, anybody. It sounds. I feel like this is more directed, a lot largely directed towards uh, companies like Lyft and Uber, yeah, yeah, and DoorDash, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, that type of stuff. Because a lot of the professions that got exempted, I can see uh, where potentially there could be some. Uh, you know, like uh, exploitation loopholes in terms of classification as employed versus contractor. I mean, like if you're an independent graphic designer, obviously you want to be exempted from that so you can set your own price. But mm-hmm. if you're a graphic ex- designer hired as a contractor from a larger firm mm-hmm. and you have no power to negotiate your own uh, rates as far as dealing with uh, clients. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be, I would, I would be surprised if there were, ramifications for the WWE or AEW anytime soon. They might try to get ahead of it and simply, I mean, we everything that we've read would indicate that it really wouldn't cost them much money to actually just make all their wrestlers employees. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't cost that much money. It wouldn't surprise me if they try to get ahead of it and just do that, say with AEW. Smart. AEW because definitely should. Once, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, 
So because you know AEW's obviously their their wrestlers are working fewer days, and then not that long ago we heard talk that maybe WWE's gonna stop doing as many house shows. Mm-hmm. So if, if AEW really wants to put out their competitive environment for wrestlers themselves, yeah, um, yeah, they should definitely do that. Yeah, definitely do that. Get out ahead of it. Force WWE's hand to do something about it. <clears throat> Nemo, the current women's champion in fun wrestling, yeah. has a question. How much will the total lawsuit be for Shane attacking Owens as both a WWE official and as a civilian after being let go? He did keep attacking him after he was fired. Nemo brings up a very good point here. That could actually be the next story beat. Yeah. Shane attacked an official, um, and then he attacked a civilian after he was already fired. Uh, if Kevin Owens comes back with litigation... I will be severely disappointed. Yeah. Although I guess there is an element of fighting fire with fire because the McMahons are so well known for litigation. Yeah. If he comes at him with an army of lawyers and say, hey, either I'm going to own this company or I want you in hell in the cell. Yeah. Nemo might have just figured out that's the next story. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yes. We've sort of already mentioned that. Um, Thomas Dunnigan. So, uh, what did the eleven nineteen mean if it had nothing to do with the fiend attacking Taker? Something bigger for Bray at Survivor Series, perhaps? Well, I think Survivor Series is the following weekend. Eleven nineteen is a Tuesday. A Tuesday. No, no, no. No say Tuesday. Mm-hmm. By that time, it'll be on Fox, so it's not even a mm-hmm. SmackDown's mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So I got the dates wrong or something. Mm, I don't know. Did we? So wait, did did people actually confirm that eleven nineteen was the Undertaker debut? Because somebody else in our comments was like, "No, he actually debuted on November twenty second or November twentieth, nineteen." Interesting. Interesting. So interesting. I don't know. I don't. I just saw it on Twitter. People were saying it, and then I think it was on Wikipedia. But people could change that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, Blake Whitehouse says, "How many more months until we see Buddy Murphy again?" I don't know, but apparently him and Ali had a killer dark match mm-hmm. um, last night. Um, so Undertaker de- his on camera debut was Survivor Series November twenty second, mm-hmm. but he did a taping of Superstars on November nineteenth, nineteen ninety. Okay, all right, well that's interesting. And he was Kane the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Klein asks straight up: Is Kofi losing at Clash of Champions? <sighs> I gotta think about that. We got a lot of decisions to make. Yeah, we got a lot of decisions to make. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, this is, uh, we'll, we'll end on this one. Uh, from Where's My Title asks, what do you guys think about Anthem buying a majority interest in Access TV? Actually, I talked about that myself um, on uh, the Monday news brief. Yeah. On the it Monday news brief. seems like they're already letting a lot of people go and access. I know yeah. Sean Ross Sapp tweeted about at least one, if not two of the departures. Like these people didn't, it was, it was someone in the PR department. I think it access, they got let go. And he was like, this person's like really good. I know. And, and really approachable. And they've been very, apparently the people that have basically been behind the TV aspect of things for new Japan on access have been let go. So number one, that it, that's a, that's a total bummer. I mean, I yeah. think, the last count ice I heard I thought was 40, but then there was an additional around that same number, around 40, um, of 
independent contractors, yeah. freelancers, et cetera, who will no longer have income from access as well. All that is, that's first and foremost, very sad. Yeah. Um, it is a bummer if Anthem is getting rid of people who are really good at their jobs yes. doing that TV stuff um, because... Well, you know, I know these mergers happen. There's generally overlap in positions and so on and so forth. So layoffs aren't uncommon. But if one of the reasons Anthem bought majority stake in Access is so essentially impact as a place to uh, have a TV home, it might benefit the company to have some people who've actually had success working, getting wrestling on television around. Well, also, yeah, I mean, that that's totally true. That's, that's totally true. I don't know how long the uh, Access... New Japan deal Oh, is. I read somewhere. I can't remember what it was. What really? It was, though. Yeah. Did it seem longer term or shorter term? Do you remember? Relatively shorter term. I'm really? Sure. What's a channel that isn't quite as big as... Uh, I guess I guess an analogy might be like if Spike TV was still around. Because mm-hmm. Spike was never as big as USA or TNT. Mm-hmm. But it was certainly bigger than what Access is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did pretty decent numbers for mm-hmm. Impact when it was at its peak anyways, when it was doing good. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if New Japan, uh, I mean, I, who knows how all this is going to shake out, What how their office is going to, what changes they'll experience in the relationships they have with their TV partner here in the U.S. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me, number one, if, if AEW does pretty well in TNT, if a bigger company than Anthem Access wants to maybe snap up new japan new TV japan here, yeah. because they can probably get a pretty good deal for it yeah um so i don't know i don't know i mean it wouldn't surprise me if they left it'd be interesting if if say i'll throw this out here someone like espn because new japan's emphasis is more on the in-ring competition you could say it's more sport-based obviously than wb's product yeah um like that would be a decent home obviously yeah. i doubt it'd be on ESPN Prime during prime time, but that's good programming for ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it is much more of a, I don't know if you just said this, but more, much more of a sports-based yeah. presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Totally. I got one more super chat here. Mike Lucas is Adam Scott, now NWO Johnny Gargano. Adam Scott, the actor from Parks and Rec. That's who I was taking it as. Yeah. Why, what is the relation there? I don't know. Did did, did he change his look up? Did he, does he look like Gargano now? Maybe. Does he, does he have a beard now? Is this like current? I mean, Gargano has kind of like a scruffy. He has like a scruffy beard. I don't know. I you don't know, know Mike either. Lucas. That's a good question, though. You don't know either. Maybe we'll solve it later down yes. the line. Anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hey, thanks so much to Epico. Thank for, you, Epico. For your support, thank you, man. thank you, thank you. I it's, hope you're uh, doing good. You're, you're, you're terrific. And, uh, and yeah, I just I want you to be safe. Uh, he was in the hospital According to him. Yesterday, yeah. Did, was it because of alcohol? <laughs> yeah, he drank, he, drank, he drank too much. <laughs> so be careful in the world, man. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we got a bonus episode coming up in a little bit for $5 and up patrons. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.